Welcome back. We're here with season four of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tomar Taylor, and I've been conversing with the mad podcaster. And quite frankly, he's very mad. We're going to try to find out why, so we'll take some questions from one of our live Twitter followers. Yes, ma'am. Please state your name and where you're from. Hi, my name is Felicia, and I'm from Hialeah, and I just don't understand why you so mad. Like, what are you so mad about? Yo, first of all, first of all, you can't be asking me no questions. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, who the fuck is you? You uh, know what I mean? Me. Like, yeah, you can't be asking me no questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you I'm mad. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. Like, like they, like these hosts out there, they in these million dollar studios, they dropping hot takes. You know what I mean? They got tea, they got all that shit. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, language. I'm still living with my moms. I'm making podcasts. I ain't made no money yet. This my fourth season, yo. This my fourth season, and I ain't made a dime yet. This dude dropped one take. He make wild shows. That cold pizza show, it was cool it was i i mean i got more john blaze than that i mean i got john blaze taste and and they not even recognizing they not even recognizing and fuck is that yo yo who is you to be asking me question yo who is you i got to talk i got to tell how i feel i got to talk about sports how i see it this goes out to you this goes out to you and you and you this was out to you. This was out to you. This was out to you. And you and you. Good morning. And welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Tyler Tobias Taylor. <clears throat> Man, it is another beautiful day in this sports neighborhood of ours. <clears throat> it's May 13th. It is two hour, two and a half hours of my time. On my time, removed of Mother's Day. So, because it's still Mother's Day somewhere... Especially here in the United States of America. So depending on where you're listening, I just want to say real quick, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day to my mother. You know, she she was able to celebrate today with a nice little concert. Yesterday she got a, she got her first taste of an Asiago bowl. Today we made some jerk chicken with with, with some with some other special sides with some special flavors and some special ways that only we can do it with, with in, in in Jamaica or in the islands with our special blends of fruits and vegetables. So I want to say first things first. Like that's that's how we start today's day off. First of all, first of all, first things first. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there in the world. You guys do a kick-ass job by raising knuckleheads like myself every single day of your motherfucking life. Kudos to you. I'm giving you the fucking blessing. I was giving you the hand sign for that shit. Baby elephants running in the back. So. <clears throat> We got a show for you today. So today's May 13th. The temperature is looking about 75-ish degrees right now. We've had some light rain. But you know what I say. You know what I say. You know what I say. It's just one of them days. Regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. But just let you know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning my time. But I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. I couldn't let all them other fat fucking talking heads out there get ahead of this before I did. No, 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 no. Oh, contraire, my frere. I was not about to let that happen. So again, regardless of the time. Plus, it's been a while. I've missed you. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? Yeah, I'm gonna you kidding to. me? Yes. Playoffs? Yes. We're going to talk about playoffs today because, listen, t- to be honest with you, that should be the only thing that they're going to talk about. And to be honest with you, that's what's going to be talked about today. It's going to be talked about from every single person that you can think of. 
you think think about your favorite sports podcast, they're going to talk about these playoffs because some shit has been happening since over the weekend, especially if they haven't spoke to you since Friday. There's been some shit that's been happening. Nah, he just got arrested on some dumb shit. <clears throat> you have to cut that. Give me that, son. I've had a song that's been in my head. Pup, 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 poke her face. Pup, pup, poke her face. Let me tell you about a couple of poker faces that was going on. You guys understand that we're going to start off here talking about the least exciting of the three series that still had a game left. And we say that because, not to bury the lead or nothing, but the Bucks trampled the Celtics in five games. Like, Kyrie, ah, Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. It's gonna be hard. to let Kyrie go unscathed untouched he can't get off this simple but you know what you know what you know what we're not gonna talk about Kyrie just yet because you know what? There are other much more important things that can be and should be talked about other than the guy that just You have failed this city. Kyrie Irving. But no 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 no. We're not gonna talk about him yet. It's not his time. No, 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 no. He'll, he'll, he'll have his moment today, just like the rest of them will have their moments today. What we do start off with? First of all, first of all, first things first. It's Golden State versus the Houston Rockets, and man, oh man. <laughs> No, 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 no. I don't think you guys understand what happened here because we're talking about a series that was tied 2 2. So let's take you back. Let's take you back to game five. Series is tied 2-2. We're in the third quarter of the game. Kevin Durant elevates. He shoots. He scores. He puts his team up by three. 65-68. He hit a mid-range. Then he lands. He looks back, he wonders what the hell is going on, something in his calf doesn't feel right, calf killers, whatever, he's massaging that general area, people can't tell, Reggie Miller is doing what the fuck he does, you know what I mean, he, he's, basic, he's basically sucking cock on the air, I mean that's what he does. I mean, what's what's the old saying? Like like like, like when you, when you talk before before you have knowledge that that you put your dick in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Step, you know, Reggie Miller put his dick in his mouth. Or oh, he put somebody's dick in his mouth. Basically, he, he did what he's used to doing. So Kevin Durant looks back, and he realizes something is wrong. Kevin Durant 
automatically goes out of the game. And you're talking about a game that is a three-point game at that point in time. If you're Golden State, oh, not Golden State Warriors, but if you're the Houston Rockets, at this point, this has got to be the sweetest thing that you've ever heard. These, this is the 100% complete role reversal from last year. This is exactly what Houston Rocket built this whole season on, this whole campaign on, by basically saying that, hey, you guys only won because your best player was out. Our best player was out, Chris Paul. Or one of our best players was out, Chris Paul. If Chris Paul would have stayed in the game, or would have kept on playing, then we would have won. That's what they've hanged their hat on. That's been their mantra. That's been their little creed. Don't forget to donate to vettix.org so that you can get tickets out to veterans today. And if you are a veteran that's looking for tickets, don't go to vettix.org and see which games that you can find. Not only games, but we're also talking about concerts and other live events that you may be able to find either free tickets or discounted tickets too. Just go to vettix.org. First segment of the show is always brought to you by vettix.org. Vettix. V-E-T-T-I-X.org. Helping soldiers just get to events anytime they need to. Because, you know, veterans and soldiers need to get away too. This is what Houston built their whole entire season off of. Of them saying, stating basically like, hey, if Chris Paul was injured, or if Chris Paul wasn't injured, then we'll be able to, we would have been able to beat Golden State. We would have been able to maintain. Well, here you go, Houston. Here you go. The sweetest thing that you could have ever heard is the fact that Kevin Durant gets injured. And it's a close game. So it's not like, hey, this was a 20-point blowout. By the time Chris, by the time Kevin Durant goes out, this game was already out of reach. It's out of rap. You know, they're basically preparing for the next game. No, 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 no. This game was close still. Not for nothing. This game remains close. Very, to the very, very, very end of the game. But something happens. Something happens. And, and... It's almost as if the, the the rewind button is hit in Golden State. It's almost like they go back in time. And now the good times are starting to roll again. And we're getting to see ball movement. And we're seeing screens. And we're seeing cuts. And all of a sudden... We're not seeing Houston do what they basically said that they should be doing, which was, hey, if you put us in the position where you lose one of your best players and we have all of our squad, we're going to beat you. You know, we honestly believe if we had our whole entire squad, that we'll beat you, man, up, straight up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's what... Houston came out all season making us feel like and yet Kevin Durant goes out <clears throat> and James Harden the great James Harden that people are trying to consider giving a two making him a back-to-back -back MVP that people made MVP last year Based off of just putting up some eye numbers with no real consistency. With by having some of the flukiest numbers out there. And then you see it. Listen, hey, 
Utah said it. If 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 we were able to guard James Harden the way that Golden State is able to guard James Harden, oh man, this may have been a different series. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe that's what happened. <clears throat> Maybe that's the reason why James Harden only shoots three times. Yes, folks, count it. One, two, three. No, 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 I, I know this may have taken you back a little. Like, you heard this my guy, what, three times? <gasps> I understand that. You hear news like that, and it may have forced you to lean back. I get it. But no. No, 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 no. Three shots he took. And with those three shots, the Golden State Warriors win game five. Without having Kevin Durant for a quarter and a half. Folks, this happened with basically six minutes left in the third quarter of that game. With over six minutes left. It was like 634 or something like that. 638. Something crazy like that. Plenty of time to come back from a three-point deficit. When an opposing team doesn't have their best player. Like, 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 let's be honest. Like, that's what is happening here. That's what's going on there. That's what happened there. <sighs> I'm telling you right now, I don't even know what kind of show we're going to have today. Because this is an impromptu show. This is 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't even know if I want to run commercials. I'm just telling you, I had to get to this before all of them did. Because then game six happens. <clears throat> and. They'll make it seem like James Harden or Chris Paul came through. Because James Harden puts up 35 points. Chris Paul puts up 27. I understand. Listen. If you don't understand. If you don't get it by now from my tone. Then you should fully understand. That James Harden is not only the player, but he is going to be the president for this new segment that we just opened up a couple of weeks ago. Now granted, 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 this segment was inspired by James Harden. We anticipated this happening by James Harden. The guy that we just think is just the flukiest and once and the gimmickiest scorer in the history of the NBA outside of one Reggie Miller. So James Harden puts up 35. Chris Paul puts up 27. Eric Gordon puts up 9 points in 37 minutes. Now listen, that's, we're not going to sneeze on Eric Gordon. I mean, he put up that many points in, in 37 minutes. And I think and I think um, Draymond Green may have put up one more point in that amount of time. Well, Draymond Green flirts with a triple-double. Klay Thompson put up 27. Same amount of points as Chris Paul did in that sixth game. Stephen Curry put up 33 points. James Harden put up 35. When you compare the when you when you compare the apples to apples and oranges to oranges, listen, right there alone, Houston has more fruit in their basket. But James Harden, in epic James Harden fashion, did what James Harden has been doing. What we have been pointing out that he has been doing since coming off the bench in Oklahoma City versus Miami. And that is shrinking to such minuscule levels that 
you it really makes you wonder to yourself like does he ever believe that he was going to win a championship but you know what we really don't care about that you know why because james harden failed this city you are failed this city you have failed this city you could have just said he was nuts yeah. Yeah. Not only have you failed this city, but you're just crazy at this point in time. You're just freaking nuts. <clears throat> it is something that... I'm not sure that he's going to be able to have to, that he's ever going to be able to have to turn down. Like, he's, like, these are the moments, this is the exact moment that you said that if you guys are basically, like, they basically insinuate this. You basically insinuated for a whole year that if you're put in this situation, and here you go, put in that situation where they don't have their best player, which I'm going to tell you something funny about. Oh, God, I just realized I'm on my 2K career. <laughs> But um, but this but this is the situation that you said If you got put in That you would come out on top And yet you got put in this situation And you did and you did worse to come on top And folks Let me get you In between These quarters a little bit right Let's go between the ropes Right let's go in between the lines And Stephen Curry, I tell you Stephen Curry finished this game with 33 points, right? Stephen Curry didn't start off hot. Stephen Curry had zero points by the end of the first quarter. Stephen Curry, the chef, cooked up. Another big old donut in the second quarter. Yep, folks, that was a grand total of one big fat homer sized. I think you know what's coming here. I think you know what's coming here. And listen, it don't matter who you are. It don't matter what you do. Nobody is safe from being called what they are in that moment. And Stephen Curry, in that moment, in a game, and I understand, they're on the road. They're in Houston. This game was in Houston. The, there was an elimination game as Houston is fighting for their playoff births and their not playoff births for their for their for their playoff lives at home in use in front of their crowd and Stephen Curry in the first half puts up a a big fat donut in the first half of the game oh it gets better by the end of the third, Stephen Curry had five. Yup. I know you're doing the math. I told him how many points he finished with. Zero in the first. Zero in the second. That's zero at the half. That's five in the third. Yup. The chef stopped just boiling water. Started adding some seasoning to his pot. Started adding a little bit of sasson to his pot. Started add a little bit of that curry to his pot. And he started shaking. And he started shimmying. And he started stirring. And next thing you know, Stephen Curry is cooking him for 28 points in the fourth. Basically being the opposite of what James Harden is when it matters the most. And that is being clutch. 
the golden child, the golden one. <sighs> we about to call this kid Bruce Leroy if he keeps this up. You understand? And yet, I am telling you, this was the least exciting of all of these of of the three series that were remaining to be played over this past weekend. Yes, folks, Stephen Curry dropping twenty eight points in the fourth quarter in an elimination game on the road after Chris Paul is a dick and kicks him off the court. Yes, they come back to get roasted, toasted, and booted off the court, their court, and sent home packing. Bon voyage. Chris Paul, you know what? I'm sorry. But we had a debate over the weekend, and you know what? You ain't clutch either. You've been failing your city since New Orleans. You've been failing your city since L.A. And you know what? You came to Texas and you went straight to Houston and you did the same thing. So, Chris Paul, you too, sir. Failed this city! You have failed this city! You have failed this city! James Harden. You could have just said he was nuts. You are this city! Both of you have failed this city. Pew pew. That's me two two arrows in you. Pew pew. <laughs> We're gonna take a little break. We 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 gonna take a little break because. In the midst of all these, uh, in the midst of the playoffs, you have to remember, there are some teams that aren't in these playoffs that are already trying to build their rosters. They're trying to build their front offices and get their franchises in positions to try to win. There are teams with iconic franchise players that we consider the greatest of all time. That are not in these playoffs. That has leadership issues. <gasps> Shocking. Let's go to a break. We're going to come back. We're going to learn a thing or two. About a thing or two. Or maybe about two, three. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears, catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience however you decide to live it. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears, catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang. Intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions, all in one place. Chegg, 
improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. Still your host, the one and only Talon Thoman Taylor. As soon as I go by Oz, very lately I did, they've been calling me the Tin Man. My friends are cruel because they said I got a bad ticket and I need a heart. Yeah, they do me. Don't call me the Tin Man. It's funny though. I'll take it. Hey, as long as it's funny, we can take it. Don't forget, show's always done in one take. Don't want to take one take one. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. All takes, all laughs. But 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 we're not we're not here to play games today. We're here to talk about games today, because the NBA playoffs have been in full effect. And if you haven't been paying attention, then you would have missed. Some really cool things going on, and 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 I say cool because sometimes there's only there's only really one way to describe some things, and cool may be the real the real way to talk about how some of these playoffs have been some of these playoff games have been ended. What isn't cool though is how the Lakers. Season ended because here we were just cruising towards the end of the season, already figuring LeBron and them ain't gonna make it into the playoffs. LeBron already gave us that sob story at the beginning of the season. We talked about it that he built in his excuse beginning of the season. Oh, this, hey, this first year we're gonna be rebuilding. And I, I told you he built in the excuse, try to give himself a way out when they fail and fall flat on their face. But even though we thought that, okay, you know what? It's the Lakers. They when they fall, they ain't gonna fall flat on their face. They'll fall and like skip their knee or whatever, and that'll be and they'll have a little owie. But no, the Lakers fell and literally fell flat across their face. But they had momentum, so their face slid across the concrete, and they got like a good concrete burn with it and we're talking about all across their face from the top of their forehead down to their chin where you have to get like one of them little like extra patches on your chin because your chin really got fucked up kind of shit like you could have had like a chin or chest bag like to help protect you from the fall but you ain't had none of them and it was really like like one of those type things because towards the end of the season all of a sudden magic steps down Right from head of basketball operations or whatever he's doing over there. Magic steps down. And first red flag goes up. We're like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And then before you can exhale. And we're talking about really moments later. Luke Walton steps down. I'm doing air quotes over here. He steps down. And you got to figure that he steps down because obviously the Lakers organization made it kind of known that, listen, we're probably going to go in a little bit more experienced route here when we have this kind of caliber play here that is really looking to be coached up by some kind of legendary basketball mind. And he's very disrespectfully doesn't look at somebody like Luke Walton to be one to be somebody of that caliber person. He believes that he has more basketball IQ than Luke Walton. I guess he can't be coached by him. Okay. Okay. So now, so now they have no head of basketball operation or they switch over to the guy that they had before that was sharing the power with Magic. But now they have no coach. And they start going for the coach hunt. And you start hearing all these names pop out of pop out of the woodworks, right? You hear Monty Williams. Uh, like, oh, he's a good name, you know. Nah. We, we hear Mark Jackson. We hear Ty Loom. Like, if, if you really been listening, if you really, really been listening, in a few circles you heard Juwan Howard. Well, out of all of them, out of all of them, the one name that kept on seeming odd to me, and that was Ty Luz. 
And that is because I'm looking at Ty Lue. Like, why in the Tar Nation, in the LA, in the Laker Nation, in the Basketball Association Nation, would you want to take the Lakers job to coach LeBron James? Why would you want to take a job that literally almost killed you? So when people talk about, oh, like LeBron James is hypothetically a coach killer. No, we just seen him get Luke Walton um, fired and trying to get a coach back that he literally almost killed before. Now, granted, I guess this may be one of the guys that's going to help hold LeBron James accountable. And he has no problem barking out LeBron when LeBron gets barking, you know, a little barky. But I never quite understood the reason for Ty Lue. And I guess ultimately the Lakers didn't really want to think about Ty Lue because what they ended up doing was giving Ty Lue a low ball contract. What they ended up doing was only giving Ty Lue a contract that will tie into LeBron James. Three-year contract. Which is, but listen... His, I don't know, his actually a line. His contract before then wasn't tied into LeBron James. He just got fired shortly after LeBron James left because once LeBron James left, he wasn't going to be a winning coach. You see how that's funny? Like, the first time you went to go coach, you kind of, you would have jumped all over this L.A. job in, this, in the terms of the asking for you now. Now that you done coach LeBron for four years and got a little taste of a little bit of, or three years, whatever how many years it has been, get a little taste of some winning and a little bit of and a little bit of notoriety for whatever, then you're like, oh, I'm gonna turn down jobs because hey, I'm Ty Lue and I think I should get paid more. Well, you're still technically a freaking neophyte when it comes to the whole coaching position, but no, like you get elevated for wanting to. For for having LeBron James there beside you, like other people have gotten elevated by having Ky by having <laughs> by having LeBron James beside them. So after Monty Williams takes the job in Phoenix, on New Orleans, wherever he took the job at, was was in L.A. And Ty Lue feels offended. That they lowballed him and only gave him something that was going to tie him to LeBron. The LA Lakers would end up with Frank Vogel as their head coach and Jason Kidd as an assistant coach. Not the assistant coach, but as an assistant coach. Basically, he's going to be on, on staff and personnel. We'll see how that works. We will see 100% how that works. But this is the this is the dysfunction as Lakers are going for. But listen, because I'm going to tell you right now what's happening. And we don't have much to say about that. Listen, Frank Vogel has been an okay coach. Frank Vogel probably isn't the number is number one coach that pops in your head. Frank Vogel has has brought has brought um teams to the championship like Indiana and I also think that he was the coach of Oklahoma City, I want to say for some time. So you're going to get something good out there. And then we've seen Jason Kidd coaching Brooklyn and also coaching Milwaukee. If we want to talk about Mark Jackson in the sense where he basically brought that Golden State team to that level. And it was basically, and it was Steve Kerr that kind of just helped took and took them and brought them over the hump a little bit. Or just switched up two things or philosophy, whatever he did. But it's basically had started with Mark Jackson, that free phone of the ball and that defense. Just Steve Kerr came in there and perfected it. If that's what we're saying, if that's what we're saying, we talk about Frank Vogel, then I guess, not Frank Vogel, but um, Jason Kidd, I, I guess that's where we go with that one as a stretch, that he is the person that put in what was necessary to help get Milwaukee and the Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo to that point just to have it, you know, turned over a new leaf after he left. After they just basically took what he, that foundation that he had built there. 
See, different story for a different time. What I didn't want, what it is time for, <laughs> I, should, I should say, what it is 100% time for is game time. As we have game seven between the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. Denver Nuggets, to, uh, number two seed. Portland Trailblazers, number three seed. This is a game seven in Denver. This is a game seven in the Mile High City. And folks, just like game six took four overtimes to finish up, as I told you, this has been the most slept. This is I think I feel like this is the most slept on series out of them all, and this has probably been the most entertaining. Listen, Damian Lillard may have been the the may have been the most entertaining star so far this whole entire playoffs. So it has been Dame time, but listen, Dame time was cut a little bit short. This game started off with the home team Denver establishing their dominance. They had no answer for Murray. Murray, who's basically who was who scored at all three levels of the game. We're talking about float. We're talking about floaters in the middle of the game. Like in the, not in the middle of the game, but in the middle of the paint. He's he's over. He's out there taking contested threes. And he's also working and toasting and killing them boys in the mid range. All three facets of the game is being worked by Murray. And then there was the Joker following. Yep, his running mate, the Joker followed. Suit that is damn near. <laughs> but here he came banging his threes. Here he came hitting floaters. This is their seven-footer, Nikola Jokic, the Joker as they like to call him, banging threes, getting assists, hitting floaters, helping his team dominate this game early, putting their foot on Portland's throat so they could let them know like, hey, who's the boss? The Joker coming in there doing work. But the joke was on them. CJ McCullough wasn't going to be no punk bitch. <laughs> CJ McCullough came in there like, listen. Like, y'all ain't going to rock the party if I ain't in it. So I rock this party if y'all rock the party. CJ McCullough came in there and dropped 37. Like, you understand that... What happened in the second half of this game? The Denver Nuggets were outscored 61 to 48 in the second half of this game. So that Portland could come back from a very meaningful deficit. And win game seven in Portland or in Denver, 100 to 96. And with that loss by Denver, Camilla Anthony still remains the last person with the Nuggets to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Yep, folks. Yes, folks. That is your boy, Camilla Anthony. Big up, big up. But listen, since we're talking about Mellow, let's just keep it in the Knicks Tate family. 
there's been a lot of talk about New Yorkers lately, right? And they've been trying to make it seem like New Yorkers have been coming off a little harsh, a little irrational, a little crazy, maybe. For saying that they don't want Kyrie Irving. And I would have to say, for everybody that doesn't want Kyrie Irving, for everybody that thinks that anybody that doesn't want Kyrie Irving is crazy, I'm going to have to tell you guys to call me motherfucking crazy then. I say that shit to my face. <laughs> because I'm telling you guys, you guys are kind of crazy. And there's a reason why I'm calling you crazy. I don't think you guys see Kyrie Irving for what he really is. Like, we're not crazy. Kyrie Irving is, an, is not a winner. And I, and, I, and I know what happens. Is that everybody gets stuck in this bubble of Kyrie. Of what you really remember him for. When you really watched him for four years only. When after LeBron got there. Is when you watched him. And you remember him having a really good moment. A really good moment in his career. A moment in his career where he put up decent points. Part of the reason why when Dwayne, when LeBron James was deciding to go to Cleveland, we, we understood that he was going to be the scoring replacement for Dwayne Wade. Because this dude was that great with putting up numbers. But... I understand you guys are scared with all what's going on. It's kind of a thriller. But what you really do fail to realize is that Kyrie Irving isn't the winner that everybody thinks that he is. For four straight years, or for three straight years, after Kyrie Irving was drafted, the Cleveland Cavaliers still managed to qualify for the top three picks in the league now yeah i understand what you're saying right but kyrie irving isn't chris paul kyrie irving isn't stephen curry where when his team was getting high picks i guess you could call draymond green and clay thompson and matt barnes high picks that when they got those, that he brought those guys to championship level. He brought those guys there. Once his team brought in the talent, he also helped bring his team there. Kyrie Irving didn't do any of that. Kyrie Irving has 100% honestly taken a Boston team and made them worse. How worse if you say, hey, just think of it. He's not a third point guard in their system within recent memory that has taken this team further or less further than the other two. Terry Rozier took this team further as the point guard and Isaiah Thomas took this team further as the point guard. Now I guess you just have to figure out which one of these guys give you the best ball move and the best chance to win. Right? Because Kyrie Irving isn't that guy. And Kyrie Irving hasn't been that guy. So Kyrie Irving felt, like I said, take out the years that he, like, I, I've, I've joked about, listen, that, the time that LeBron James was in Miami, that, was, that, that, that time is a black hole in his career, right? But end of the time, end of the day, he still won two, two titles in that time, right? Look what LeBron James did before that. Look what LeBron James has done after that. Outside of those two, outside of the moment where he's with, where he's with Dwayne Wayne and them, Kyrie Irving, put in that same situation outside of the time he had LeBron, three straight years of qualifying for the number one pick, all years, you not once did you ever help elevate the the play of your team, and and you know that you don't elevate the play of your team because. You weren't able to elevate the play of a young Boston team that was on the rise. 
So this was a team that was already trending up and you came and made them less than stagnant. You know what's less than stagnant is? If you're not just being your normal self, basically he makes you less than normal. Made you subpar. That's what Kyrie Irving did. And yet it's not being looked at enough. It's not really looked at enough. Kyrie Irving really isn't that guy. Minus the LeBron James years, he just had a really good moment during the LeBron James years, and that's all he did was have one really cool moment. He was bad before then. He was bad after that. If I had to compare him to anybody, I would say he's a little bit more Russell Westbrook than, than, he, than he is Stephen Curry, but that may be a little bit harsh because at least Russell Westbrook, he's putting up the triple-doubles to help elevate his team a little. But what happens is that Kyrie Irving has way too much Kobe in him. And what I mean by that is that he has way too much volume shooter in him. And the game is no longer value shooters. When you're a shooter, you need to be a Damian Lillard. You need to be a Stephen Curry at your point guard. You only need a guy that's going to be 7 for 22 and 7 for 23, 8 for 23. That isn't going to cut it shooting 33%. Shooting 30%. It's something that has to be thought about. It's something that seriously has to be thought about. Is Kyrie Irving really that dude? I keep saying, when it comes to leadership purposes, when it comes to like who do you really want in that locker room, guy, in that in that locker room with you, Kimball Walker looks like the much better option. He has at least been at least helping his team elevate every single year. He knows how to deal with that true adversity, adversity of losing. Kyrie Irving doesn't like he's ever really truly learned from that. Kimber Walker looks like the better leader of men in that locker room on and off the court. I don't know. You saw what happened with Kyrie. Kyrie has a team that has a hard time following him. And now I hear, now I hear something really, really odd. That the Knicks also still has enough money not only to get two maxes, but to get a third guy in there if they need it? <sighs> Knicks fans are going to drive themselves crazy. Knicks fans are going to absolutely drive themselves crazy with all of these goddamn options and, 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 and scenarios. <sighs> Isn't going to go well. And... Talking about things not going well. I guess let's talk about the last and final game of these series. Another game seven. We're talking about Philly, Toronto. And. <sighs> this game helps put the cherry on the top. And you wonder, wait, how? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get out of here. Yeah, I totally told you. Milwaukee, Wax, Boston, and five. Right, we already told you. We already, we already told you what they get for that. Kyrie Irving, you have failed this city. Then we told you that Houston got 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 trampled in six after for two and a half, for a game, a quarter and a half. Golden State didn't have what was considered their best player, James Harden. You have failed this city! You have failed this city! You have failed this city! You could have just said he was nuts. You have failed this city! For Denver and Portland, for Denver, what happened with them against Portland? I don't know if I can be that harsh enough to give them the failed this city. Sometimes things just happened. It just happened. And something definitely happened in this Philly versus Toronto game. As just like the pre just like the, the previous game that we just talked about, the Denver versus Portland game. The home team comes out early. And they establish their dominance and they end up showing that listen, that this is not 
type of game that we're gonna take likely when we're gonna where we plan on losing. In the end, they did exactly what they needed to do until the very end of the game. Where they are down eighty-eight or they're up eighty-eight to ninety. And Kawhi Leonard is at the free throw line. And he is going to attempt two free throws to seal the game. Basically make it a two-possession game, possibly a long one, but definitely try to seal the game. And Kawhi Leonard seals the game, but not in the way that we are saying or think. Kawhi Leonard gets up there. Bang. Breaks free throw number one. He gets up there. Bang. Clank. Breaks free throw number two. Game still tied. 88-90. The ball gets out to Jimmy Butler with 10 seconds left. Jimmy Butler takes it all the way from coast to coast and gets a layup. And the game is tied with 2.6 seconds left. Next thing you know. <laughs> Next thing you know. We're talking about a tied game. Two point. Whatever seconds left. Six seconds left. I believe. ball is inbounded to Kawhi Leonard Kawhi Leonard stops at the starts at the top of the key dribbles to his right gets all the way to the gets all the way to that corner three or to that little right corner does a little hezzy that forces the defender to kind of jump by him Kawhi Leonard elevates, he shoots, the ball hits the rim, it hits the backboard, it hits the other end of the rim, and it falls in, and that game is over on a buzzer beater at a game that was, that was tied 90-90 by Kawhi Mother freaking Leonard and all Kawhi could say after the game was fun guy <laughs> as he hit a clutch shot last second shot after missing two clutch free throws that is to help his team put away Philly and seven Joel B leaves the court Obviously crying. Literally crying. Not playing. He was crying. As him and his shit talking ass. Finally gets what they deserved. And takes their ass packing home. And that just leads us to our next matchups. Well, we have Golden State versus Portland. Which I'm so happy for. That's kind of that's really the matchup I wanted to see out of those two. And Toronto versus Milwaukee. And let's let's be honest. Let's be honest. Kawhi versus Giannis, that's what we want to see. Kawhi showed a little bit of emotion at the end of this shot during this game as he watched that ball drizzle in. But him versus Giannis. Giannis is a little bit different than Ben Simmons. You're not going to play Giannis the same exact way you played Ben Simmons, even though there's going to be some similarities. I don't know who I have winning this game yet. I don't know if I'm ready to give my pick. Can I wait till Wednesday when we talk again? I'm not quite sure. Golden State Portland, I don't, I'm not quite sure. But just know I'll be picking these games as these games go along. I'll be having my feel of these games as these games go along. Now, I kind of want to see Golden State finish off their 3P. Give Kevin Durant his ring so he can bounce and come to New York. Now, when it comes to Toronto and Milwaukee, 
there's a part of me that really, really wants to see Giannis and Milwaukee in the finals. But also there's a really part of me that wants to see my division in Toronto in the finals because you know, saying four teams from my division made it into the playoffs. The Knicks were the only ones to not make it there. And I would like to see, and I would like it to be a reason why we didn't make it there is because we had such a strong division. And also we had such a weak-ass team that we were kind of taking. But we ain't going to talk about that too much. Listen, games are coming back on. You realize what we talked about was playoffs and NBA. We still have to talk about this NFL draft that just passed us because now that everything has calmed down, I really want to know what's been going on out there in the world. Thank you for listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talento Omar Taylor. It has been real. It is way too late in the morning. I said, I am falling asleep on you guys. I hope you have enjoyed. Listen, thank you for listening. Stay. Don't forget to stay tuned. Stay blessed and don't stress. Let the optimism tomorrow be your foundation for today. And don't forget to always embrace what you love and stay forever young. I am Thalent Obar Taylor. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. It has been real. I'm out of here. We're going to see. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. <laughs>